0: Two, average Strength. We are back here at Credo Strength Systems in Evanston. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Brian Duff. I'm your co-host, Bill Coyne. Excellent. We are joined today by our better halves. Uh, thank you guys so, so much for coming. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves.
1: Yep, I'm Shelly. I'm Brian's other half.
0: Thanks. Better half.
1: <laughs> I'm Maggie. I'm Bill's best half. Nice.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh, thanks so much for coming. We're just going to talk a little bit about lifting and your experiences with lifting, your experiences, lifting as females, and also experiences, uh, for better or for worse, uh, lifting with people who also lift and, you know, training with a partner and stuff. So Maggie, how's your training going?
1: Um, it's going all right. Actually, I recently hit a snag with, um, various injuries. So I'm kind of rehabbing from an ankle injury a few months ago and then last like two weeks, a back injury, which is due to the winter in Chicago very slippery <laughs> so be careful out there everyone it seemed very minor at the time and I thought I got away uh injury free because like I didn't bruise anything but then woke up the next morning and like had trouble walking oh. so it was two weeks of kind of sitting on a hot pad and like just healing from that And it took my basically I was hitting kind of PRs on a couple things
2: yeah de- hitting uh yeah. deadlift and squat PRs there and then
1: and then not slipped at and all fell
2: and then yeah not so much but uh but I guess maybe you could. Uh, it seemed like you know. Again, initially after that that first day after it happened, you had some trouble just moving around anywhere, doing anything, any, yeah. you know, any, just lying down, sitting, standing, walking, all kind of hurt. Um, but then, kind of as, as soon as as we could, we got you back under a bar, um, moving a little bit of weight, right? Mm-hmm. And um, um, seems like that has helped. Uh, um, kind of accelerate the healing process a little bit, just kind of moving around as much as you can, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, um, like, it felt when you're injured, it feels like it takes forever to heal when you're in the midst of it. But really now, I, so two weeks ago, wasn't walking, and now, um, you know, yesterday, Thursday, I started lifting again. So two weeks healing time from not being able to walk is pretty good. So wow. I feel like lifting definitely contributed to that healing time. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would... There was times when he couldn't walk. His back was always messed up. He'd be crawling around the house. Oh my god! <laughs> like I have memories of that. And so you know, I was able to heal from that quickly. So
2: yeah, but that's not that's not the first time or the first injury that you've dealt with either, right? So kind of to dive into your background a little bit. Um, sure, yeah, Can we go in depth. So, but you were a high school basketball player, um, and was it your your senior year? Uh, you suffered a pretty junior serious year. junior year suffered a pretty serious knee injury right
1: yeah so to kind of that's kind of been the the biggest thing that um, affected my lifting junior year of basketball I had a knee injury it was actually during like a Thanksgiving um, optional practice which you always gotta show up for you gotta be want to be the best in your single a basketball team gotta show up on the Thanksgiving practice Um, but some girl, I was in the air getting a rebound and she hit my knee, um, and I landed sideways and it actually, like, knocked my kneecap out, um, sideways, yeah. So it took, um, I basically couldn't play very much my senior year. I couldn't, it was a point I couldn't go downstairs because I couldn't support my weight on that leg. Um, I couldn't stand on, like, I couldn't do layups because I couldn't stand on one leg, on my left leg. And so that still affected me by the time I started lifting with Bill. And so that was probably three years ago now when I started mm-hmm. lifting. Yeah. So at that point, um, we started with like, like goblet, like goblet squats, kettlebell squats, and just doing basically my body weight. And that was difficult. I couldn't even do that without like falling over <laughs> or being yeah. in a lot of pain.
2: Yeah. I mean, cause cause you were trying to compensate for, you know, as soon as you started to get towards the bottom of a squat, yeah. you would get this, this sharp, intense, stabbing pain in your knee, mm-hmm. and you'd either have to get into some weird position to, to um to keep it from bothering mm-hmm. you or to compensate for it, or you just just couldn't do it right because right. of the pain right so so there that was there was that initial obstacle and um I wasn't nearly as good of a coach as I am now True. and so so it was um it was it was hard to really work around, but you know just kind of told Maggie like look, this is uh like you can tell like you're pretty weak, and I know this is bothering you, but if you just kind of work through this a little bit of pain for a while. It was
1: exactly that calm as well. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. I was exactly this cool. (laughs) Like both, both parties. Right. Which is actually that's that, that, that will lead, um, quite nicely into this later discussion of coaching your significant other, but just, you know, just told her, Hey, like this, this is going to suck a little bit at the front end, but, but stick with it. Like you're going to have to be super mindful of your, of your technique and your, your body positions but as you get stronger, like this, this will get better. Like this will definitely. I feel like
1: those points also the bill made, like weren't made that clearly when we first started. And I think part of that is due to starting strength. Like you didn't know how to articulate how important just getting Mm -hmm. stronger is until, um, I think you kind of had that foundation. Um, but yeah, we, I was doing things like leg presses and like just trying to work around the pain And it. I mean, it just, it, for me, it was kind of understanding pain that is something you can stand, you can work through and what is like, a limit where I should not lift currently with that pain so yeah
2: yeah but I mean that's you started from about as, as low as you could start right with just your body weight mm-hmm. um, I mean in some days not even depending on how bad the pain was um, and then let's see your best squat now is what have you done40
1: st- for five by five I think
2: I think so yeah I got up to mm-hmm. 240 for five sets of five um, just recently. Um, I mean you did you competed in a full meet mm-hmm. last year um, True. and so and so the knee really has has not been a problem ever since now you 've had some other issues where you 've had um, <laughs> some chronic ankle issues which came up from basketball and then if you know if you just Step on it just wrong. If you're walking down the street, that can be a problem too. And so that yeah, that's gotten into. I just way gotta say, Chicago well.
1: is very dangerous, mostly because of just falling a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah cracks yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the sidewalk. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, not so not so
2: much the crime. Just you know, that's just the really? uh, the yeah. infrastructure and the winters <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not, yeah nothing nothing of salt. You say, yeah, nothing <laughs> violent. Just yeah, just uh, just little little stuff. Yeah, um, but aside from that, you know, there's there's been the ankle stuff, but you've been able to work through that as well. And in some ways, lifting is is with that um, and mm. then um, and then with the the back injury that he just yeah. <laughs> just just <sustained laughs> a ago. couple weeks ago yeah. Um, but yeah but it seems like obviously I have a little bit of a biased perspective here mm-hmm. but it, but it definitely seems like strength training is, has has helped you out
0: yeah So, Shelly, how's your lifting going?
3: I was going to say, this has already been, like, super inspiring, (laughs) because mine has been, like, stalled for a little bit right now because I got injured, Mm -hmm. and, like, whatever I did, I mean, this is, of course, like, self-diagnosis from Googling stuff, but, like, I basically, like, whenever, like, I went to a squat, and, like, whatever I did, like, I was, like, feeling, like, shooting pain down my Mm -hmm. leg, and, you know, I got checked out. Everything was fine, but it, like, kind of scared me mentally because I was like, oh, my gosh, did I, like pinch something did I do something um so like I had been stalled for a while so I've just like now started to get back to try to like hit some of my PRs and like right now where my training is at is like it has nothing to do with strength like I know I can do Mm -hmm. it it's like all mental like I actually like am like a little not scared but like apprehensive of like squatting right now that I'm like actually, like, trying to work. Yeah, it's hard
1: to put, like, a lot of weight on your back if you're not 100% confident, you know, in yourself. Yeah, because it was just,
3: like, a not a pop, but it was something that happened just suddenly that I, like, I don't know how I did it. And then I was like, well, everything looks fine. But, like, I... um, I was like, all right. Like, I need to you know kind of get this in but yeah so basically where i'm at right now is you know i'm just doing a lot of like squatting deadlifting. i'm trying to like make my bench go up because that's mm-hmm. kind of one of the things that never like i like i'll hit prs and everything but my bench is, has like stayed static so that's one of the things i'm actually like actively trying to focus on you know um kind of in the in the new year and you know just like kind of getting over the apprehension of getting injured again yeah Mm -hmm. you know and so that i think has been like probably what i'm dealing with right now the most with my training
2: so how long have you been training for now
3: um oh gosh like just in general since i started lifting sure yeah oh i i started when we started dating brian so like 2013
0: yeah, uh, that sounds good. 2013, yeah. I
1: think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That yeah. anniversary is real important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the lifting well, yeah,
0: we, anniversary. We
3: did oh, the true. lifting anniversary, like, because, you know, <laughs> like,
0: it took a few months for me to convince you to stop yes. going to spin class.
3: Yes. I used to do like double spin classes and he was yeah. he was not a fan of Not them. about that. No, yet. he was not No,
0: I not wasn't a fan life. of spin classes. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: but you were so you were a college athlete, right?
3: Um I was like no. I was like <laughs> going oh, no. to like basically like I was going to play and then chose to focus on academics, but I'm like I, I have been like athletic, but I didn't play for a particular okay. school. So
2: did you but did you did you do any kind of lifting?
3: when no. you were like through high
2: school college nothing yeah, like that no. okay.
3: it had always been kind of like treadmill you know like weight machines but mm. no like I actually didn't know anything about like squatting or lifting until I met Brian yeah.
2: so I guess it may, maybe both of you could answer that start with Shelly I guess what uh what convinced you was there anything about lifting itself or that that convinced you to do it aside from just like your significant others like forcing you to do it.
3: Um yeah, for me mine was like a little bit vain and then a little bit in the sense of like I I felt like I didn't really look like a person who worked out even though I worked out a ton and was doing like I mean Brian can tell you I was doing like 6 hours of spin class like a week. Like I was doing like double spin classes and I just was like really frustrated because I was like I just don't understand why I'm not stronger mm. when I'm doing this thing and I like can't do like a a what is it? A push-up, or I can't do anything, even though I'm doing like arm workouts and these like, you know, like I'm not going to come at them, but these classes that I have now seen were not as useful as <laughs> they um, as they could be. And so I started lifting because that was like one of the biggest draws. Was Brian was like, no, you'll like look really strong and you'll actually like be able to do these things and like pick up heavier weights. And I definitely was probably like. Um, from kind of that school of thinking that weight like weightlifting was gonna make you like bulky. So like you know, I just never did it even when I like could see like our, you know, like barb not even barbells, what is it? Like dumbbells at like just the regular gyms I was mm-hmm. at. I wouldn't like pick up anything heavy. I was always like a cardio person cardio queen yes exactly (laughs) no i'll admit it it was like totally but i it was also just because like that was all you kind of know and like in school i played like soccer so when you do soccer like you don't really Mm -hmm. like train for that like it's more cardiovascular like they want you to run laps like we were never ever like in the gym
0: yeah it's interesting it feels like only I mean, until recently the weights were really only associated with football for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I and mean, even, and yeah. even for football, that's, that's still kind of a relatively new thing
2: Yeah, you know, in, in terms of football players. Seriously. Strength training has not been around for very long. Yeah. And even yeah. we talked in the episode with, with rip that sort of even real strength training doesn't even happen, you know, in, yeah. in a lot of college and professional programs anymore. So it's, it really is. It's, uh, look, we, we can get back on track. Um, yeah and maybe swing it over to Maggie now in terms of, you know, aside from me pretty much living at the gym at the <laughs> hours that, you know, especially during the hours that like you were free or you weren't working, was there anything that, um, anything else that convinced you to dive into lifting?
1: Yeah, sure. I think maybe I'll talk a little bit, just kind of on what Shelly said about my history of athletics as well. Um, so I did basketball in the high school. I did basketball, volleyball, and track. And I hated track. I did not like cardio at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very, uh, I just hated that feeling of like running. Um, and then in basketball, there was I start, like junior and senior year, we kind of had a coach that started getting us into weightlifting. So our women's basketball team on the days when we didn't have access to the gym, which is another thing about a small school, is the boys and the girls team, we had a split access to the facilities. So when you didn't have gym access, we would do the weight room. But it still wasn't really like a program. It was like, um, it was kind of like various exercises, I guess. You know, we were exercising, not really like having like a training program. Um, And at certain points, we did, it did like get better, and we would have like a sheet and you would kind of track. We called them like military presses then, but now I've learned the true, the light of terminology. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) The overhead press. Um, And, um, we also did I was always really excited. I thought I was strong, I thought I was probably strong for where I was, but we did we called these like um, T push-ups so we had dumbbells and we'd like do a push-up and then like yeah. raise it overhead, right And like, yeah, like, <laughs> felt really strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that was kind of all I did. and it was for the benefit of um, basketball, but I didn't even really see like a direct correlation. It wasn't like the weight training that we did. I felt stronger, like in games or anything. I didn't really ever feel a correlation. Um, and then, you know, in college, I had a roommate that would run, and I tried that with her a couple of times and, like, wanted to die.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yes.
1: Because that's, like, the only thing yes. people do to work out. It's like, oh, I
3: run every day. And if yes. you hate running, which I also do, which I'm Jamaican, and I like to just, like, joke that it's because we're, like, not meant to run long distances. Right. We're right. just, like, natural sprinters for, like, 30 seconds
1: right. or less. Um, so <laughs> I understand. Yes, Where the pain, it's like, yeah. It's
3: like, I hate running.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, you just feel, and that's what everyone talks about. They talk about, like, exercising. Like, that's what they mean is, like, running or machines. Yeah. Um, But then I um kind of started lifting. Actually, I think not until Bill and I started dating did I start doing any kind of, like, weight lifting seriously. And then yeah. I think Bill kind of started giving me things to do, but it still wasn't as, like, it wasn't like the, the big five. No, you know? and none of,
2: none of it was coached, and it was it was just yeah. a, it was a hodgepodge. You know, again, and, and part of it was not wanting to deal with having to coach you. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, you because know, part of it was just you know, um, um, you know, like I knew I was I was not really going to be able to mm. to instruct you and help you, right? You know? Like the, doing the, way the that like you were, you guys had day. a
1: group of guys that lifted together that were strong, but that was different than like teaching. Yeah, that
2: was like a that wasn't so much like a. That was that was more of a catharsis than anything else. That so was like yeah. right. it was it was like five six guys getting together, listening to like commandeering the the gym the stereo system, listening to really heavy obscure metal, <laughs> and just like trying to piss as many people off as we could. Like that was, right. that was kind of the goal. Right. So, and yeah. that
1: was like that's how like weightlifting looks like from the outside. Yes, I agree. Is it's very intimidating, and it can be. Um, that's like segues well into like being a woman yes. lifting as well. Um, is that like, it looks like that's what the guys do. They have their corner. Yeah. Right, with like all the chalk and the music. And then like, we'll stay over on the machines and like the mats. So we can stretch out real good. Right. right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I definitely in college, I definitely did, did not help to break down that stereotype at all. Yeah, <laughs> not, 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 and I did, did no effort whatsoever on my
3: part.
0: So Shelley, I know that you said when you started that you were worried about getting bulky. Have you found that to be the case?
3: Um, Actually, so like I did at first when I started, but it was because like I was actually using muscles and getting hungrier. So like I was eating like twice as much as, but not paying attention to it, which was like, you know, like I was like, great. I lifted time for cake. Like I just was like, particularly when I started lifting, craving like everything, which to me was like really good. Cause I had never seen any type of result from my working out at all. So then,
2: yeah. You <laughs> said that would be then, you know, that the, the weight gain comes not from lifting, but from No, it was from eating. eating, eating. Right? Yes, yeah. and then, to and be fair. That's a, the
3: bulking that, <clears throat> or the getting, <laughs> getting bulky yeah. came because I was eating like literally twice as much. Exactly. Right? And it doesn't
0: help that we were lifting together and then we were eating together. And so we, we, you and I were running the same, we were both running the Texas method, which was fun. And it was nice. We both had volume days and intensity days on the same day. But then I would go and have to reward myself. <laughs> And then you would reward yourself in proportion. And it yeah. would, I know I was, I was the gateway. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, you know.
1: My mom was definitely afraid when I started dating Bill that I was trying to keep up with him in terms of food. Yes. So, yeah, definitely yeah. a fear as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it happens. Shelly, you talk about all the time about how long it takes me to eat versus you. (laughs)
3: And so when we first started dating, I was just like, I would just eat at a normal pace. But like we'd still be sitting at the restaurant because like he was still eating. So it would be me being like, well, I guess I'll eat more because this just Mm -hmm. looks awkward if I'm sitting here. And I was meanwhile,
0: like, I was like, wow, she's keeping up. That's yeah. good. <laughs> so, And now, now I've kind of learned. So we just have our, I, now we try to, I'll start a little earlier and yeah. then I know I'm we try to
3: pace. Long. He eats a pre-dinner snack. We find the, yeah. we find the thing, but yeah, as far as it getting bulky, like, I think it was also like when you don't know, at least personally for me, what it's like to have muscle when you start to get it due Mm -hmm. to like doing the right thing you're kind of like what's happening like what is like why is the scale heavier like why are all these things kind of happening and I think I wasn't as prepared as like I think there's just a lot more knowledge about like what lifting does to the female body like especially given like what we kind of the the kind of like messages we get about like what like weight loss and like being healthy is like being healthy is seeing the scale go down not the scale go up so like in that kind of the beginning because it was like 20 I mean it wasn't that long ago but I do think it's like made a lot more on um, progress until now was that I just wasn't prepared for like wait why is the scale going up I just worked out like like you know like for like six hours this week lifting versus like doing spin class and like Um, So I think that was good. But honestly, for me, mentally, that was, like, something I needed to get over. I just felt like to have, like, a healthy body image, like, I needed to not be so tied to it. And lifting was, like, very freeing about that. So, like, getting bulky was kind of, like, seeing that, like, quote, unquote, worst nightmare. Like, eye roll, seeing that happening and being like, but wait, I feel good and I'm healthy and I can, like do a push-up now and I can, you know, I'm achieving all these things and I'm faster than I was when I was only doing cardio, you know, I finally started to kind of see that like, oh, there's like a mental component to this as well.
0: But you felt like, you know, the, the scale was going up because of eating and less so because of...
3: Oh yeah, for sure. It was because I was just eating twice as much.
0: Be- because so. of Brian.
3: Yeah. It was like yeah, yeah. because between Brian and then I was just actually like, I don't know if this happened um, with you, Maggie, but... I was surprised at how much hungrier I was. I've always been I hungry. Yeah. I mean, I was. I'm a good eater, but I was like not at all prepared, which is right. crazy because I would just get home and then, you know, I'm not super disciplined with what I eat. So then it was like I started doing a a sport that <laughs> that basically I was like, great, let's eat like two burgers and like. Right. to like double burgers and fries and like I would order more food than Brian. <laughs> he was yeah. like, okay, let's slow it, let's slow it down a little bit. So I kind of also had to adjust, um, you know, one bad habit, like hitting another Yeah. Thing.
0: But another interesting thing you said was you kind of had to get over the idea that just because the scale goes up a little bit doesn't necessarily mean that yes. you're, you know, getting less healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that sometimes the scale is not so strictly tied to your health, you know, it yeah. kind of needs to go both ways a little bit
3: because it's weird because I feel Mm -hmm. like when you join when you start lifting right so when you start lifting there's like two different schools or like two different kind of groups I you either feel like you don't fit into like so when I started lifting like I feel like I didn't look like the typical female lifter either but I also wasn't like you know the males were like focused on like chalking up and like grunting so i feel like i was just kind of here being like well i just want to lift i want to hit my prs but i am not you know like uh, the way i see a lot of female lifters which is like totally you know it's totally fine but it is kind of weird for someone to casually start lifting it does seem like the sport where you're like super into it or you're not and through my journey i realized you can be you know, like you can find your own particular love of lifting.
2: There's, there's, there can definitely be a balance too. Yeah. Kind of going back to talking about like the, the very much that stereotype yeah. that, I, that was part of when I was younger. I mean, definitely. Cause I was um, like still, you know, actively competing and, and um, like you said, it was much more of a catharsis than anything else. Yeah. And like I hadn't accumulated a handful of injuries yet that kind of <laughs> slows you down. But it, um, you know, part of it is, is just figuring out that it, that it, you know, just find put it it should be a balance, right? Yeah. You know, it shouldn't you know if if you're in a point in your life where that could be a, a priority then then that's awesome. That's great, then really push the envelope. But the overwhelming majority of the people that that we work with here at at my gym mm-hmm. are just they're trying to get to you know, they're not looking to be competitive at all. Right. They they're here to squat, depress to the to deadlift. They're here to get stronger for the sake of making the rest of their lives better, yeah. You know? and, again, and that's how that's
3: what I fit into versus like actually competing. Yeah. Like I don't and know that's, if that's something. I'd like.
2: And as much as I'm into it, you know, I mean, this is kind of like this, like my life right now, my livelihood. Yeah. You know, this it's that's definitely it, it has to take a backseat to, you know, building building this business and and to, and to my clients as well. Um, and that's been a learning process, and it, I think it's really helped with being able to empathize with clients um, like women, especially who are, you know, you don't have to, you know, it's a lot easier even for the guys, you know, all the guys that don't compete here, they really, they tend to take to it and and be a little bit more into it than a lot of the women do just because Mm -hmm. it's a very kind of, uh, you know, again, there's there's sort of like just lifting heavy things and you know, being able to just take some sort of uh, a little bit of raw aggression you might have and just put it right into the, into this effort. It sort of, it sort of works well for, for guys, where it's for women, you know they see that, and it's that's not really might not really thing. dig that, right? No, so it's um.
3: No, I go, I totally go. You mean, and I think too, when I'm thinking about it, because it's not because I love lifting, I love getting stronger. I actually like really like the PR component, and like so it's not just kind of like I just go in and lift and feel no, good you, about myself. No, you like to
0: train. You don't yeah, like to it's exercise. like
3: training to a yeah. goal. I think it's more just like I don't know how to describe it. Um, but it's just kind of like when you don't fit like this kind of like niche niche fit, um, it can be kind of a deterrent. I always feel like with people like who 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 come into lifting, being like, "Wait, I didn't even know this existed." And right. so I feel like over the years, though, I learned to just kind of be like, "No." I love mm. this and see what a like a supportive environment it was and like I'm also like a little bit antisocial so I love that I can just like right. go I can like go lift and like go home and like not have to speak to anyone if I don't need to. There's not an instructor who's mm-hmm. like, Okay guys, you're not having to come into like a group class setting and stuff. So it fits a lot.
0: Yeah, understanding what the limits of your knowledge are, I think, is the most important thing. Because like I said, I introduced Shelly to lifting and I knew that would be important to her. But I had to remember that, you know, my lifting personally didn't take off until I started working with the coach, Bill, right? Like, you know, until I started seeding some control. And I think maybe it's something to do with lifting in general that because it is, you know, like Shelly said, not a class or not a, you know, it's a very, it can be a very personal experience. And at the end of the day, it does kind of empower people to take control over their own health. Right. And to recognize that you are the, you know, the final expert on your own body and how you feel and how you move and stuff. Mm -hmm. To where you confuse that feeling with, okay, I'm in control of myself and you know, I'm somewhat my own coach at times to then thinking, Oh, I can coach other people as well. Mm -hmm. Like I can be in control of their bodies as well.
1: You know, part of part of that being a woman in lifting is trying to learn everything, right? Like having a coach, what can your body do, um, what, you know, what is feeling stronger, getting, like, what does it feel like to get stronger, um, just a lot of stuff all at once um, to learn.
3: No, I was saying, I I agree with that, and I think, I wonder if that part of that is why it is kind of difficult to lift mm. with your significant other, because, like, I know when Brian and I first tried, like, it was actually like because you know he kind of set up my program for me but I would do it because we just couldn't sync the days we were like working out together so I was doing a lot of it kind of on my own but then like when we were together like it would kind of like it was hard to describe but it was like it's like a very personal thing to like be really frustrated with a squat yes. <laughs> or like be really like trying to like mentally prepare to like lift something. And I think the ours kind of came to a head when I was like for the first time lifting more than I weighed, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, you know, like I was just having a rough time, and like Brian was like trying to cue, and I was like, this is not helping. Like I just need you to like go over there, mm-hmm. you know, because he, because you see the different styles of the person because like you know like Brian doesn't like thankfully like doesn't like try to coach me in like the technicals he'll just try to kind of like it's almost more like an encouragement and like I am very solitary like when I work out I have my headphones in I like try to dig in but it was just funny because I had to kind of be like no you need to step back I need to do this I know you're like trying to be a supportive partner right now and Mm -hmm. I just like need to like just go through this and even mess up by myself. Cause like, it was like, I would put it back and be like, you could have gotten that. And I was like, no, you <laughs> need to like, I know I can't go over there. And like, I realized it's, it is kind of like a very personal like sport. And so I do think that kind of plays into why like having your significant other trying to be there and trying to do it. Like I don't even like when Brian tries to spot me <laughs> just because <laughs> like I'm always worried that he will like not let me muscle something up because he's like, oh, I'll I'll pick it up for you because he cares, not even being like, you know, like, oh, you're not strong enough. He'll just like try to be, um, Like that. And so I think, like, when we started training together, we also learned that, like, even though we were both doing the same activity, we approached it very Mm -hmm. differently. And for me, when I lift, I very much think about, like, how something feels. Like, I have to kind of, like, do the squat, see how it feels. Whereas, like, Brian is, like, very focused on, like, setup. And for me, like, I get too in my head if I'm, like, focused too much about, like, where the bar is set up and, like, what angle my back is and like so it was just like a responding to completely different kind of like cues and so that was something that was like very difficult because you can be doing the same activity but approach it differently so I think that was part of the reason why like we couldn't coach because I think we because it wasn't like a formal coach trainee relationship, you would, like, if it was, like, with Bill, like, you would see that, okay, Shelly responds more to these types of things, and you'd change that, but what it's, like, Brian is just doing the activity for himself, like, he was still cueing me like he would cue himself, so I'd be, like, this isn't helpful, like, I'm not thinking about, like, the complete setup and gripping the bar, like, I'm, like, mm-hmm. thinking about how it feels on my shoulders and moving back and, like, wanting to, like, actually just, like, go down and feel how heavy it is
1: so i don't know what are your thoughts brian
0: whatever you say dear. <laughs>
1: whatever <laughs> but i think yeah. yeah i think that's something we worked through like when we first started lifting it was very difficult and i remember being like in the middle of the gym and like having like a like a whisper argument <laughs> don't don't tell me what to do. like you know yes <laughs> well, okay. and
2: and part of that part of that was we talked about earlier with the you know you came into this with this this Pre-existing yeah. knee problem, Being too. So pain initially, with yeah, starting yeah. off, not yeah. just like not only was this this totally new thing, mm-hmm. new activity, which which is you know inherently difficult to do, you're also trying to do it do it through this this excruciating pain, which added right. to it. Yeah, and
1: it was like I didn't know, like like I didn't know, honestly, I didn't know if I trusted you yet to or myself even to know like is this pain good or not like and it was just like am i ruining like am i ruining my knee for the rest of my life by doing this so that was something to work through um but i definitely think it was something that we both worked on like put energy into like um like i would be, like, real i would recognize like okay i'm getting really upset right now like if it wasn't bill i probably would not be upset right now you know and just kind of working through it's definitely i mean like yeah. now i think bill i can take cues um stuff a lot better. I definitely am, am just kind of lifting on my own now. Bill does all my programming, and, like, we'll be there for, like, some of the heavy days, um, spotting. Um, if I have, like, form questions, you know, kind of be there for that. But for the most part, I think he did a good job coaching because I'm now at a point where I'm confident doing it on my own. Um, yeah.
2: But I, th- I that, that experience definitely helped me as well because, you know, yeah. the um,
1: – Working with know, difficult clients.
2: Well, I think more just, you know um, – <laughs> When when some when somebody is totally new to it, it's not so much well difficult in in the sense of like not like argumentative, but you know when somebody is, <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, it's just like. But in the sense of um, again, again, you know, we talk, we've touched a little bit on on, on empathy and different mm. in kind of in the gym, but a big part of it is sort of learning how to balance um, being critical versus being encouraging, right? Yeah. And sort of like how and kind of like how yeah. Shelly said, like figuring out how different people are going to respond to different levels of that like some people some people you need to just be very blunt and very hard about uh because you need to get the message across yeah. some people say like in, in maggie's case or i've got um a handful of people that are in their 60s and their 70s now i have one you know one woman that's 74th parkinson's you know i it is it is amazing enough that she is willing to come here twice a week to do this yeah. and, and just to put a bar in her back right so you know a lot of that is in you know there's only so much she can do especially because she has Parkinson's she's pretty small to begin with and so like these are not going to be the perfect looking squats but she can still do she can do, do, still do squats with a bar in her back and a lot of that is just keep keep encouraging her keep keep her coming in so we can we can keep getting her stronger and improving her life and so again that that was a good ex, ex, you know um, um kind of exercise for me and just and just coaching because again that's that's a huge um thing to figure out as well kind of it's Mm -hmm. it's real easy to be overly critical on people especially when they're just starting out because they're gonna have so much to work on right so you just focus on all the all the things that need to be fixed and you might not ever say anything about all the good things that they're Mm -hmm. doing too especially especially you know not just in the in in technique or or the actual performance of the lift themselves but again just for you know we talked about how hard it is for for a lot of women just to come into the gym and especially Mm -hmm. to a a you know like a black iron strength training gym or like a, a serious kind of lifting gym that's hard enough and so again just encouraging people that to keep coming in and, and keep working at it mm-hmm. is um is a big deal
1: yeah yeah
3: one thing too i mean i know we've talked about kind of the difficulties of lifting with your partner but one of the things i did find too though was that it was like i i think it was like the first time both brian and i were going to set a pr on the same day like it happened to like be on the same day where I like realized like how excited I was to also like be doing this activity with my significant other and I was like oh my gosh like we both hit our PRs like this is great and like I also realized though that like as much as it is difficult and like I definitely don't think he mm-hmm. could coach me I like that like my partner does lift like edited it is an activity that we do together and like I can kind of like process with him about it and like that is actually not something mm-hmm. um even when I used to work out before because you don't you, unless your you know significant other does like spin class with you can't really talk about your workout whereas like because we just work out usually male and males and females end up like working out different ways um even if they don't live together.
0: Yeah, and some couples might want the time away from each other <laughs> in yeah, the alone right. time, but it is a nice thing if it's coming from a place of, "Hey, I want to share this thing with you," rather than a place of like, "Oh, I want to control more of your time," you know. Yeah. And I did find that to be really fun, and you know, things sharing. Do you want to mention what your PRs were? You know, I don't. They're about two hundred. You hit yeah. about two hundred for five reps nice. yeah. on both your squat and deadlift, right? Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And so, I want to
3: get back to those, and that's why I'm. I know,
0: which is funny because now you see the the trouble of, of when you start over and you walk away. And yeah, then I was like, oh, I'll
3: just reset. No, it's been the most frustrating thing to be like, yeah. I know this used to be easy. Like, yeah. this used to be my warm up set. What the yeah, heck? now you
2: know? got to start all over.
3: Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you guys, because I know this has happened, what do you guys, how is it when one of you is injured? Especially mm-hmm. when you, like, lift together? Because I, I found, like, sometimes, like, if I'm not injured and Brian is, or vice versa, that sometimes it's, like, there's, like, not tension, but it's kind of hard
1: to be, like, I'm working through this right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> like,
3: so go do your workout, and, like, I'll be back.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I felt like this last week, especially with my back, it was very, it feels... um this is also something personally I have to work through is it feels a lot like failure to not lift for a week. Yeah. Um, And to like, especially when Bill's going to the gym and to, to, well, he lives here, but I mean, (laughs) but to, to not go to the gym when someone else is, is difficult mentally and to kind of tell you like, this is okay. I need, this is what I need right now is to rest and like put a hot pad on my back and to not try and do 200 pounds. Um, and then when I came in, I lifted on Thursdays. So my last sets had been, you know, at 200 over 200 I did 135 and like that felt like the limit of what I could do. It was um, difficult and without being like painful. Um, and so I think part of it is a lot of it is mental, kind of like you've talked about various parts of lifting are very mental and, you know, telling yourself it's okay. Like this injury, you know, it's not permanent. (laughs) It feels permanent. And it'll happen probably again in the future. One of us will be injured. Um, one thing too, do, I don't know if
3: we touched on w- was from your guys' perspective, cause it sounds like we both got into lifting because our significant yes. others were yes. like, why was it important for both of you to like bring us in?
0: Uh, Brian? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. no, I just, I think I just was tired of seeing you spin your wheels. Spin <laughs> <laughs> cause it was, it was frustrating cause I knew you were frustrated cause you weren't having fun and you weren't getting anywhere. And I just, you know, thought there was a better way. It was Bikes worth a shot.
2: <laughs> yeah, and part of it for me was again, you know, Maggie already had this this knee problem, and it, mm-hmm. and it would be pretty problematic. Like again, even um, walking up and down stairs occasionally mm-hmm. would would still be problematic. Uh, so part of it was just was wanting to try to fix her fix this knee problem, which at that point you had for over four, five years already. Yeah. yeah. Since once, once you initially got you into lifting and then it didn't it really didn't clear up for maybe a little while after that. By another year
1: once, at least. Yeah.
2: Cause it was kind of off and on and in, mm-hmm. in part, cause it wasn't, I wasn't quite as, as good of a coach as I was now. So was mm-hmm. like, so again, like just trying all these different things and then initially just like, okay, just kind of push through this, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. And then again, this was something that, that I was you know, really into and had been into for for um a long time already so again just um you know talking about being able to kind of share things with each other mm-hmm. this was something i wanted to um help get her into so we had,
0: had something else we could share between
2: and us. i
1: think that's a specific to the nature of our relationship and perhaps your guys as well because i know some some of the girls that i know that lift for them it's their a time away from their partner it's yeah. something that they have that, that is unique to them and so i think it kind of depends on your relationship and what your um your feelings about working out are and like lifting and what is that like what do you need and some people that's like having like i have enjoyed lifting at, at kratos because there's a lot of a very supportive environment and i like having other people when it's just myself it's hard for me to stay motivated yeah um, but i also don't like the super social class that like <laughs> when yes. actually like, talk time um so kind of a good balance there um but i definitely have found that um being around people who are also doing the same programming helps um, something I was thinking about earlier about um, when you train me, when Bill trains me, is that I've learned a lot about myself too, and how to um, kind of touch on that. But how to change my mentality, because part of when if someone else is coaching me, like for another one of the starting strength coaches or one of the you know other interns or something, <laughs> um, is that I find myself pushing myself to do stuff more that I think I can't. But when it's around Bill, it's easy to kind of be like it's too hard and i don't want to do it and like give up yeah because it's much more that relationship is much more supportive instead of the like more formal coaching relationship that's funny because it's like kind of the opposite Mm. for us which is i feel
3: more comfortable giving up if it's brian coaching right (laughs) versus like or even just queuing not coaching but like i do remember one time like Bill was, like, Mm -hmm. cueing me, like, he just happened to be there. Mm -hmm. And I got something, and Brian was like, I have been trying to get you to do that. And I was like, I don't know why. That's just kind of what happened. I think because it was, like, not you... Cause I could easily be like, my back hurts, like I'm cramping, right. and like, you know, and that is something too. Like lifting is kind of one of those things with like, even like when I get cramps, it hurts to right. lift, and like I feel comfortable telling him that, right? And being sure. like, I'm not lifting, I'm sorry, yeah, <laughs> like, my stomach hurts. There's a lot of reasons hurts. going on, yeah. But like, if I'm being kind of coached and cued by someone else, like it is more like that formal right. relationship exactly. makes me, you know, it's like being at work. I'm like, right. okay, well, I can't really tell him like I'm cramping, so I'm just gonna like muscle through the right. and like and do that and so that's one of the things
1: like um i think that's funny it's
3: like mm-hmm. the complete opposite yeah <laughs> like you're just like all right well if you want to give up i'm like that's fine
1: yeah i don't know if i would have come to lifting on my own i don't know i think it was it was too intimidating it's nice to have someone there to not make you feel like an idiot like to not feel like i have like you know like i don't know what i'm doing um I do think I will keep up with that. Sometimes this is also something I'd like to put out there is sometimes it's hard and like, yeah. I don't want to like, I'll get the bar on my back to a squat and be like, I don't think I can do this today. Like not at all, you know, the weight. I think we've talked a couple of times about the mental aspect yeah. of it, but sometimes it's just really hard mentally to like, you know, at the end of a work day to come in and then try and give it your all to lift. Yes. And especially people like on Instagram, they're all always posting like, the positive side, and there, I think I feel like there is a certain um, kind of wave of people being like, it's not all rosy, you know, sometimes it's hard. Um, I think that's important to know also, is that some days you just, you feel like you can't do it and that's okay. You know, yeah. be it injury or mental block or whatever.
3: Yeah. No, I agree. I also don't know that I would have found lifting mm-hmm. if it weren't for Brian. And I don't know that I would have stuck with it. Only because like it is like a really personal, and I, I tend to do like a lot of different exercises. You know, like I intersperse with my lifting like different things because I just kind of need to kind of add in some variety. And I always find that it is kind of the most mentally taxing. Mm-hmm. Like after work, I can get on a bike, and I actually feel like a lot of those sports um, or a lot of those activities really. Um, market that like they're like you just come and you can be mindless whereas like lifting you have to come in and you have to be like game face and like which is I think has like helped me both just like mentally just as a person which is why I stick with it but I think having somebody who is as dedicated to it as Brian is has like kind of helped me like have like a good example of like don't let yourself like get out of and Brian also happens to just be like a very rigid person so he's at the gym like Monday Wednesday Friday sometimes like at first when I started lifting I'd be like okay I'll go Tuesday Thursday Sundays oh but I missed Tuesday so I'll go Wednesday and you can't do that with lifting you can't like double up you know you have to kind of be strict to give your body time to rest in between whereas like I was kind of used to being like oh work was really late so I'll just like lift tomorrow and then I'll try to lift like the evening of the next day and Brian was like you're not giving yourself like enough breaks and it's actually like hurting your gains and stuff like that and I was like oh that makes perfect sense and so it's actually been really helpful I think for our relationship to just kind of have this like activity that like I get like mentored through and I like that and I just really stuck with it because I finally found something that I was like this is actually helping me more than physically it's like helping me mentally like as a woman like I love being strong like I I love it like I like my friends laugh at me because they'll be like we can't lift this I'm like excuse me and I just like pick it up and like lift it and I I just feel like it does kind of like empower you in a way that you're like really aware of Mm -hmm. your body and you're aware of like you know like people can't push me over on the train You know, like, they just can't, and, like, it's, like, it's just, like, a really good um, sport, and I don't think I would have gotten into it, and I think that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves right now with how exercise is marketed to women is that it's kind of, like, one of the things that people are, like, oh, it'll get you bulky, but if you're gonna lift, lift like this, and it's, like, it's, like, lifting light, and Mm -hmm. so they're, like, now they're telling you to lift, but it's actually not really lifting, like, one of my um, best friends is like trying to get into lifting and like Brian always rolls his eyes because she is she's kind of been like so indoctrinated with like here's what actual lifting is she's like okay so I'm supposed to do like 80 squats right and we're like no you just do like like she he tried to write a program for her and she's like I don't think this is enough to do and I'm like I know because that's what like women are getting and that's the message we're getting and it's like go heavier and like you know like make mm-hmm. sure you can do it but to her she's like what do you mean you only deadlift like one you know like one set of five what are you talking about because that's not what we're told Is we're told you're supposed to leave every workout like dripped in sweat mm-hmm. can't breathe and you sweat a ton in lifting yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's like they tell you it's supposed to be this and if not it's not a workout and so I feel like I will have kept going even after. I mean, if if we break up, Brian, I would have kept going simply because I found um, intrinsic reasons now. And just like for women who want to lift, that's the one thing I really kind of want. I wish there was a way to market that, to be Mm -hmm. like, when you stick with this, you will love this. But Mm -hmm. it does have like a learning curve almost, or an enjoyment curve, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. that like, I think just we as like a society aren't used to it's like lose you know 10 pounds in 10 days or like it's like people want kind of like instant gratification and I feel like lifting is more of like a Mm, slow
1: burn sure yeah that makes sense and so
3: I I feel like sometimes that can be like a deterrent um for women so I had to kind of like get through that
0: all right well thank you guys very much for being here today
1: you're welcome you're You're welcome
0: all right so we're gonna go uh break up
1: And see who sticks with lifting. Yeah. yeah. one year later. <laughs> yeah, one year later. We'll be stronger, you guys will be crying.
0: That's true. <laughs> Thanks, guys.